we're recording. That's why. Welcome to Happy Hour, a work, culture, and lifestyle show. We're your hosts, Brittany Bowering and Penny Blackmore. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like our show, we would just be flipping over the moon if you gave it a little review, maybe. Let's just ask for a review this week. Yeah. I think we're like, we're now low. We haven't had new reviews in a while. So let's get those pumped up. If you haven't left a review, be nice if you did, if it's a nice review. <laughs> Otherwise. I read all of our reviews the other day. They were really nice. Yeah, that's true. They made true. me feel good. Yeah, super nice. I love that. Um, so welcome, welcome to the show. I love this new podcast setup. I just Me have to too. go out and say it. So we're uh, podcasting. We're podcasting from Penny's apartment this week, and um, we're set up kind of like in her bedroom. <laughs> and but but not like you know what I mean. It's kind of like it's a big bedroom, so you know you don't feel like you're like in the bedroom. But, but it, it's cozy. Yeah, it's so cozy. And there's like lights right next to me, and there's this really cool lamp that I have. You know, in my vision line. I mean, it's just great. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for so having much. me. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Is this an interview? <laughs> just kidding. How are you, Penny? Uh, good. Yeah. We just uh, tentatively <laughs> good. Well, we were just trying to catch up with a friend outside and drink glue vine. Uh, yeah. And it was just cold. It's it's gotten quite cold. <laughs> it was two degrees. My yeah. butt was cold. My fingers were cold. I decided because I was trying to like mix things up wardrobe-wise because at the moment it's a pretty um, stable kind of jumper, jeans, jacket combo. Totally. So it's really not much you could do. So I was like, I'm going to wear a beret. <laughs> but then the bottom of my ears was just really cold and I was like, you know, you just have to, you just have to wear a beanie. Sometimes you have to dress for the weather and that's yeah. all you can do. Yeah. But it looked really cute if it's any consolation. Thanks so much. And how yeah. are you? Yeah. I mean, I'm doing, I'm doing a... Uh, like really good today. <laughs> I feel like that's all you can really answer. You're like, yeah, today, how am I today? Because tomorrow it could be a completely different answer. Um, earlier this week, I was struggling a little bit, just feeling down in the dumps, but I'm feeling much better today. And I had one of these days where I was kind of uh, it, stressing a little bit about, not stressing is too big of a word, but I was like, okay, I've got a few things to do. And then I was like, I'm coming to the podcast recording, you know, so I have, you, you know, you have a bit more pressure to get things mm. done early in the day, right? So I made myself a little list and then I got to it. I like I started working at like 9:30 and I just hammered all of the things straight off my list. I love that. It was like my brain was just turned on at this like ultra high and I was just like beep, 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 beep. I felt it felt so good. So Don't today was tune. good. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love when that happens when me you're like, too. "Oh no, I have so many things to do." And then you just do them and you're like, "Look at me." Yeah. Well, like give was yourself a out? high five. Exactly. I really did actually. <laughs> I mean, you know, metaphorically maybe, but I was feeling really good. Um, I also feel really happy because like uh, I have a Christmas tree up in my house right now and that is making me, you know, feel a little bit more joyous, a little more festive mm-hmm. um, because we just really got to, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel for festivity <laughs> this year. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> it's like the lowest pot, like, like the, the, the bar is very low. Mm-hmm. So yes, I was at you today that was like, uh, they're thinking of banning glue vine. Correct, yeah. And I was like, honestly, if that happens, I'm opening a speakeasy mm. at my house. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about I'm that. I'm going to go underground. <laughs> I'm going to start a crime syndicate involved with cocktails and I snacks. Mean, it's all we have. It really is. the glue vine. <laughs> like, how could you possibly? Ugh. Yeah. So they, they, are, they were mentioning this because 
that's what people are doing now, right? Meeting outside over Glühwein. But that's, you know, I mean, I don't want to get all political. But I have heard that Merkel is like, she's kind of like, guys, can we stop talking about Glühwein stands? Like we got bigger fish to fry, you know? I like that someone said, the problem is not Glühwein. And I'm like, darn right, Angela. Exactly. I love Angela. Yeah. She's such a female role model. She's so great. Do you know she has a PhD in like quantum chemistry? Yes, I did know that. She's so fucking... She's super smart. She's a scientist. Yeah. She's so cool. Yeah. She's awesome. Um, Anyway, other than that, that's like pretty much it. Oh, you know what? Actually, one other thing that happened, um, this could have been yesterday. Um, I had like a FaceTiming session with a friend mm-hmm. and it was, and it was so good. Like it almost like, not that fa- like all, FaceTime sessions are always nice, but you know how you get sick of Zoom calls and FaceTime and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. This one, I actually felt like I had hung out. Oh, with that's my friend nice. somehow. That's nice because I hate FaceTime. Yeah. Because I'm always like, I don't want to hold the phone up the whole time. Yeah. Um, but maybe I need to get back into it. I've been really lazy with calling people lately. Yeah, I know. I think real bad. Yeah, I ha- I had been too. And then like over the last few days, I've talked to several people. And what I do first of all is I use my laptop so that I ha- I just have something that's sitting there and I can move around and do stuff. Mm-hmm. And then um the other thing is sometimes you just have to like blow past the, like really quickly do the quick update right at the beginning where it's like, here are a few things that are new, whatever. And then just relax and talk about stupid stuff that you would talk about if you hung out all the time. You know what I mean? Like movies or like, you know, silly gossip about this and that or whatever, you know, like Mm. you got to get into the real, like that's the stuff where you feel relaxed. Whereas Mm. if you're doing that update thing, it's very like, okay, well, yeah, so here's what's going on with me and here's what I'm stressed about and blah, blah, blah. And and I also refuse to talk about, you know, the situation. (laughs) Just left that at the door. That's actually not a bad idea to use your laptop computer. Yes. I never do that. I, I never use, use my, my phone. phone. Really? Hmm. Oh, yeah. No. Hmm. no hmm. I I've been do doing it. it all wrong. Yeah. You could also, though, if you're, because sometimes, uh, you know, you might have trouble connecting FaceTime or whatever to your computer. You can, like, set your phone on your laptop. Oh, yeah. Of, I've done that Oh, one. you do that one. Okay. Yeah. All right, right, right. But then people, but then I get distracted by my laptop. Yeah. And I'm that's... like, oh, just answer that email. Yeah. Don't start doing that, Penny. <laughs> that's no good. Oopsie. work this week we have a very special topic because penny my darling we got a letter (laughs) holy macaroni it's exciting time it's been a while it's so cute we always used to ask for letters and then then we stopped doing it for a while yeah Yeah. and so (laughs) but this person has sent us a letter and we're very excited about this topic so I'm not going to read the letter. Mm. Um, we'll just give you an overview. An overview. Of what it's about. Yeah. Do you want to do the overview? Sure. Okay. So basically, this person who didn't supply a pseudonym, so we're mm. going to call her Angela. Love it. Um, How about she, Angela? Or what about like yeah, Merkel? After our girl Merkel. Yeah, Angela. Um, so Angela works on a team that's like a flat hierarchy. So they do all the same tasks together. But then um, they have a coach who every day they're filled in, oh, sorry, every week they're filled in during weekly meetings. Um, so it's kind of like they report to this coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's one person on the team. 
Who's yeah, who's, who's kind of like doing all the talking yeah. basically and making it seem like they're doing all the work um and everything's their decision. They're kind um, of like like in the meetings they'll be the one who like kicks it off and basically tells the report to the coach. Um, so it really seems like they're in charge of everything and organizing things, whereas that's actually not the case at all. Exactly. Um, yeah, this is a really interesting... Like, so basically, th- this person <laughs> is saying... Sorry, so this person is saying also that she is... Um, like, the solution can't be that she, like, speaks first in the meeting or that she responds quicker to Slack messages because of a, a few barriers, like her own personal boundaries. She doesn't have Slack hooked up to her phone because she doesn't want, you know, her work mm-hmm. to be her life. Good on you, by mm-hmm. the way. Um, so kind of, like, how does she go forward and sort of, yeah, figure out a way to also be, I think also for herself, but also probably for her teammates so that it's a little bit more looking like an equal workload. Yeah, exactly. Um, And I think we've all been, has anyone done that thing when you're at university or you're at school and you do a group project and one person just sort of takes over and makes all the decisions and talks to the teacher and you're just like, uh, I'm sorry, but there was no vote on this. Yeah. Uh, we do not agree with the approach that we're taking, yeah. but uh, Mariana over here is just blabbing away. Bulldozing. She's bulldozing. So I have to admit that in class projects, I've been that person, Me but too. I have to say, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say like, it's so funny because when I was reading this, I was like, this sounds like you or I yeah. and a team. This is exactly the role we would like, play. Like, right, guys, what are we going to do? Yeah. I have an idea. Totally. <laughs> and the thing is though, I think that it's, um, in a team environment, it depends. So if I were on a team where I felt like there was a leader needed, then I would you know, rise to that occasion That's because so I can't true. stand yeah. it when no one's taking a leadership mm-hmm. role, which is actually interesting because if you think about this, this situation, this horizontal kind of hierarchy, this is a problem with it. Exactly. This yeah. is a huge problem. And actually it would frustrate me to be on a team like this because I would also be, I feel like people, there would be a lot of kind of trying to juggle people's um, like egos mm. and all of this stuff. And it's like, it's so much clearer for me when one person is the kind of head of a yeah, team exactly. and orchestrates things. Exactly. And in a way that, uh, so basically our right, the, our uh, Angela, Angela. <laughs> she wants to know like how, because she wants to get promoted to become a coach. Mm-hmm. So how do you put yourself forward to do something like that when you can't really get a word in? Yeah. So, I mean, like my first approach would be just to go ahead and talk to the person who's doing all the talking Mm -hmm. um, and just say, um, hey, thanks so much for taking the lead in all of the meetings so far. Um, You've done a really great job. Um, It would be so cool if you could leave a bit more space for the rest of us to talk. Um, and also maybe we could organise what we say before we go into the meeting so that it's kind of like... Okay, so uh, Angle is going to say this, Jed's going to say that, Brittany's going to say this, and I'm going to say that. So yeah. everybody actually says something. Yeah. Um, it's not just about defending your own right to say something, but it's about making sure that everybody on the team is able to speak as well. Exactly. That's how I think you should raise this to the person is not on your behalf, but mm-hmm. on the team's behalf, mm-hmm. and that you want to make sure that everybody's getting um, an opportunity to um, kind of even just even you can you can um, 
talk about it in the form of like, you want everyone to get the, like practice in to like that kind of presentation practice mm. and get, get, um, feeling kind of comfortable with talking to the coach. And it's super important because of this horizontal hierarchy. Yeah. You know? It actually kind of surprises me that the coach, given that they're a coach, totally brought this up themselves. Yeah. Um, that's a great point. So, I mean, like, that would be my last uh, frontier, I guess. That would be my last, what's the word for um, option, I guess. So first of all, I talk to the person who's doing all the talking yeah. and just be very nice and empathetic and, and realize that there is a possibility that um, this person is like Brittany or I and they're just, because sometimes in life when there's like silence in the room, there's always going to be one person that naturally jumps in. I, um, all the time. So maybe they were doing that just because they like me, me and Brittany, they literally cannot help it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's might be what they respond with. They're like, well, no one else is talking. And yeah. then in that case, you can say, ah, oh, see, this is what I was worried about. Um, or, you know, this is why I wanted to check in because mm-hmm. I know for a fact that there are other people who would be interested in, mm. in participating mm. in the meeting. Yeah. And we also want our work to reflect, we want the presentation to the coach to reflect the whole team and exactly. not just, yeah, because exactly. obviously you're all doing the work. But then my second step would be to talk to the rest of the team. Yeah. Um, and just make it a group event. So it's not like you're talking to the rest of the team and complaining about this person. And um, But maybe you could just bring it up all together and sort of immediately put a structure around it so that it's exactly. kind of like, well, uh Brittany, uh, she organized the flowers, <laughs> you know, she or yeah. she did the design for this product. So she should be the one to talk about that. Um, and I did the copywriting, so I should be the one to talk about that. Yeah. Um, and and there and, and so on. Yeah, and like I think that if you don't like if you feel like it might be uncomfortable to talk to this person one-on-one for some reason. I have no idea why, but there could be many different factors. But then I think that it wouldn't be bad to just in your next kind of team meeting without the coach to say, I was thinking that we could try this new way of presenting our kind of feedback to the coach. And Mm. it would entail actually everybody saying a little something. Yeah. Um, You know, because I, because, you know, you say like, I know for myself, I would really like to actually speak up in the meetings and maybe some other people Mm. would like to as well. And also um, Angela brings up the fact that this person, (laughs) for some reason I'm so sure it's a guy, but that could be wrong. Um, This person always replies on Slack first. So Mm. there's two elements to this. First of all, if this person is replying on Slack in a way that represents the team and it's fine, then that actually doesn't matter. Just yeah. let them have that job. Yeah. In my opinion, it doesn't matter. But if it does matter because they're saying things that the team hasn't agreed upon, then you definitely need to bring that up with them and be like, before you reply to Slack messages, could we agree, like make consensus amongst the rest of us and then go for Great it? Great point, Penny. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's start working. It. Culture. Penny, what do you got for culture this week? So uh, basically, so so recently, um, this is all a train of thought that I had. Okay? okay. So just bear with me. All right. So you know how Sean Connery died recently? Sean Connery died? Yeah. Oh, no. Wait, maybe I did know that. <laughs> okay, wait, maybe I did know that. Adorable. Do not cut that out, kid. So Sean Connery died about 
a month ago, maybe. A, yeah, a couple of weeks right, ago. right, because I was looking back into all of his appearance, all of his like yeah. big movies and reading his life story. So yes, I, I do remember I honestly that. couldn't even tell you how long ago it was. It's all, all blurred into I know, one. yeah. Could be a day, it could be a week, whatever. But um, there are a couple of people who are bringing up the idea that, um, well, basically back in the 70s or the 80s or whatever, mm-hmm. he said it's okay to slap a woman if she's being annoying. <laughs> right? So Sean, like, Shani. that is obviously not true or okay. <laughs> but then all these people were like, well, you should have mentioned it in his obituary. And I'm like, what? No, because I don't think you should have. And here's why. It was a different time. And back in those days, it kind of was not okay, but maybe a bit more normal to do stuff like that. You I know mean, what I mean? Can't... Like slap your wife or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't be like, we're going to write in his obituary that he said it was okay to swap. Like, what? No, it's not relevant. He's exactly. James Bond. It's fine. It's not a reflection. I don't think he continued. Just, I don't think he like was slapping women. Yeah. In the 2020s, the... he was yeah. like, you know what? Go home. <laughs> Just make sure it's in the privacy of your own home. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I hope this isn't triggering anyone, but this brought me to a larger conversation. And that is that I think we, a lot of people in this generation, like Brittany and my generation and the one below that, and maybe even the one above that, whatever that's called. I feel like because we move around a lot and we move to Berlin or we move to New York or we follow a job opportunity or marry someone overseas, we have less intergenerational contact. And that's Mm. a problem because like we need to understand how other generations function. Like my parents, uh, they think a totally different way from me and that's actually totally okay. Yeah, It's just that they come from a different time. And when you and I are 60 years old... We are going to think, we're going to be like totally different to kids who are 15 years old. And that's what generations are all about. So basically, Hmm. all I'm saying is like because of COVID and because of technology, we treat like 50 and 60 year old people like they're just wrong all the time. And it's like, I feel like we do need to accept their wisdom in whatever way that comes in a little way, sure. not, not across the board. Yeah. Then, um, yeah it's sorry. so, I mean, the thing about that is that I've learned, and I think many people <laughs> I'll say like, that's not new, Brittany, but like it is just, um, it's super important in, ge- so inter, uh, what did you call it? Generational. Intergenerational <laughs> relationships, but also like relationships with people who come from different places it's all the same right like Mm. it's like you should have um like you should expand your horizons Mm. just so that you know where people are coming from exactly because that actually helps you like even if you don't agree with your grandma and she's racist you at least can talk to her and you understand kind of where she's coming from and then Mm. maybe you can actually slowly you know have more of an impact on her because 100%. she loves you and blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. But like, it's so important to have those. And I mean, I'm saying this as a person who has very little contact with old people. Exactly. Very uh, little. Brittany and I have been secretly planning to try and do something for the old people of Berlin for yeah. Christmas, but it's going to be really hard considering... COVID. <laughs> Can you imagine the nursing home people would just be like, no, stay away. Get away. Why are Get you here? Get away from us. <laughs> we're like, we're just trying to spread some festive cheer. And the virus. And the 
coronavirus. Bring yeah. in the pandemic right Damn to your it. door. Yeah. But yeah, we need to talk about the fact that like progress has happened. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. Which is German for fantastic. Very good. That's great. Um, but yeah, that doesn't mean that older generations are somehow like not not valuable yeah, or, or not they're smart ex- yeah. or their experience doesn't mean anything. Exactly. Yeah. You Rant over. You can't discount their experience. Like there's a reason. And also like if you're kind of saying like, oh, I can't stand my grandparents because they think this or whatever, there's a reason why they think that. And it's not that they're bad people. It's that they were taught that or, you yeah. know, they had, like there's a reason why. It's mm. not just coming from an evil place yeah. usually. Usually. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And yeah, they're often just scared. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Speaking of generations. Oh, do go on. So uh, since comedy is completely dead in the water right now in mm. terms of live nothing's funny. shows. Yeah. And nothing's <laughs> funny. Um, no, I'm really diving into some, like, I'm, I'm watching a lot of like comedy lighthearted stuff. Oh, yeah, right? mama. Yeah. So I watched last night for the first time uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. Right. How'd that go Do you for know you? this? It's Do you like know this rings movie? rings a bell, yeah. It's like, it's from 1984. Ooh, I bet that's like really racist oh. and really sexist. <laughs> oh, yeah. Isn't Big it time. funny watching those old things? You're like, whoa. I was like, wow. <laughs> Can't believe you just said that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And like, oh, yeah. It's definitely, it's got some of those flags in it for sure. But what's really funny about this, about this movie is like, this is a movie that like my mom knows really well. My parents watched it, you yeah. know, when they were, I mean- they were in their mid-20s when this movie came out. Whoa. Yeah. Right? Because I'm like thinking about when I... Yeah, of course. My mom was in her early 20s, actually. National so Lampoon. Yeah. So it also has like hilarious... Like this is like... Uh, uh, what's her name? Kirsty uh, uh, Brinkley? Christy Brinkley. Christy Brinkley. Mm-hmm. She. This is like her debut uh, like spot where she was like seen for the first... Well... In a movie, I guess, for the first time. She was, like, modeling before that, obviously. Okay. But uh, she does this really stupid role, <laughs> whatever. And But then, like, <laughs> um, my, one of my personal favorite Canadians is in this, Dan Levy, who's hilarious. Never heard of him. I know. Well, he's Canadian, so. But he's very famous in Canada, and I would say the U.S. as oh, well. wow. It's got Jane Krakowski in it. Right. And yeah. John Candy. Yeah, John Candy, of course. Yeah, he's the main guy. Wait, is he the main guy? Don't yeah. know. No, Chevy, Ch- Chevy Chase. Ah, uh, that's it. Yeah, that's right. So it's like really slapsticky and really stupid. Like there mm-hmm. is a point in the movie where the dad falls asleep at the wheel of their station wagon. Everyone's asleep in the car and he falls asleep. Mm. And then the car just like ends up like, it's like, oh no. And everyone's asleep, but like. They're driving over crazy things. Like, it's like, it's so ridiculous. Like, they end up in like a different town. They end up like landing in a town and he's like, oh, great, we're here, you know? And it's like, it's like that stupid. That's a classic, like, late 80s, early 90s vibe though. Yeah. Like the the kind of like adorable idiot. It ha- Exactly. <laughs> it has that, the, all those factors. Mm. So, um, so we were watching this and it was really funny because there were so many scenes in it or so many things about it. Uh, cause they're kind of like this city slicker from Chicago family and they're out in like the boonies, all these, you know, whatever, dealing with like hillbillies and stuff. And, um, is it okay to say hillbilly? I guess. I okay. think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the cutest term. It's so cute. Hillbilly. Yeah. A hillbilly. Oh. Um, 
And anyway, but it was really funny because I felt like I'd seen this movie before, but I'd never seen it in my life. Yeah. But the amount of times that people have referenced it and that like my mom would talk about it, you know, she'd be like, oh, it's like, it's like, we're basically the Griswolds, you know, it's like, that's the family name oh, of that's these so kids. Cute. Yeah. That's how I felt about um, Back to the Future. Right. I only just saw that this year. And yeah. I was like, I feel like I've already seen it. They go back to the future, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy, he's it. got zany yeah. hair. There's some kind of car. You've There's seen Michael so J. Many, Fox. You've seen the scenes, like there's all these classic famous scenes. Yeah, yeah there's exactly. a bomber jacket. So it was quite fun to watch it actually, even though, you know, it was... It was a l- even like I love Goofy, but it was it was a little too goofy for Ugh. me as well. Yeah, <gasps> but they showed full frontal boobs. Really, I was surprised. That's very eighties. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh man. Anyway, so recommend diving into some old classics. Oh, you know, I I barely have the capacity to watch anything new right now. I know. I tried to watch the start of um. I tried to watch the whole movie, but I watched the start of Harold and Maud. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get through it. I was like, no. But I'm that's just, not a new, that's an old, that's an old 70s. Movie. I mean, like I've never seen it before. Right. Okay. So I'm, mean. and like last night I watched three Harry Potter movies in a row and not even in sequence. I watched like one. So you watched like nine other, hours And then I went of, back to the start. Wow. Yeah. And oh. I have a funny thing because I can't watch the last episode or the last movie of many things because it's too sad. Oh, that's cute. I'll watch a whole series and then I just won't watch the last episode. And you just imagine what you'd like to have happen. uh, I just go back to the start sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's just freaking adorable. Lifestyle. I'd like to tell you something. You might be a little alarmed by this. I can't wait. But I'm going to throw some life tips, lifestyle hacks. Hacks, baby. From me. Oh, yes. This week. I've been waiting for this moment. They're going to be so basic. You're going to be, don't read them before I tell Sorry. them. Okay. I, I glanced, but I'll glance away. First one, and this is a game changer, okay? These are my lifestyle hacks. This is like COVID times lifestyle This hacks, is okay? how to be like Britney. Yeah. <laughs> how to be Britney. Number one, get yourself a dynamite spice medley. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. You mean like a little bag full of spices? Yes. I'm talking ah. about go to some special spice store, order it online, whatever, but get a couple of different varieties. One that's more like Italian spice, one that's like maybe something like hot, like a, like a mexican a, a Mexican-y one. Mm-hmm. I also have one for like jambalaya. I have an Indian jambalaya. spicy kind of mix. I'm telling you, every time, like when I use these spices, people... They go crazy. They give you compliments. Yeah. And that's what we're all here for. And maybe if you're just cooking for yourself, that's fine too. And you deserve these spice melodies. Medalies. Medali. Medali. I wrote melody. That's funny. (laughs) That's cute, Brett. Okay. Tip number two. Okay. How to trick yourself into exercising. I'd love to know this. Are you ready for this? I do this literally. I mean- I'm not working out every day, but I try to do some kind of movement every day, right? So whether it's yoga or going for a walk, whatever. And sometimes when I'm really not feeling it, like this morning, I'll have a coffee and I'm like, okay, should I do some yoga? I should probably do some yoga. I probably need to do some yoga. And I'm like, you know what? I don't really feel like it. So I'm just going to do a little bit, Yeah. right? So I give myself this permission to just do, I'm like, just get the mat out, turn on one of those really like easy ones where it's like 15 minutes, whatever. And once I get the mat out and I get the laptop on and I'm in YouTube and I've got my yoga gear on, that's that's when you're like, okay, I'm just going to do like a 30 minute yoga session. My problem is 
getting the yoga gear on. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, I just can't because my shower is very close to my bed. I have something for this. Okay, do tell. So what I do for yoga especially, actually all the time, because I also find it like in the morning, I don't want to put on like a tank top. I'm no. cold, you know, I'm cold and I want to be cozy. So I put on yoga pants. I have some really like nice ones that are really comfortable and, you know, nice to wear. And then I put on uh, like a sports bra or whatever, but I always put like a really cozy sweater on a over top. A snuggly sweater. A snuggly sweater. And then you start mm. doing yoga and sometimes I don't even take it off. Because I'm not like, you know, sometimes you do 25 minutes of yoga and it's slow and you, you're not sweating. But like sometimes I'll do, you know, to, and, then, and then you feel warm and you take it off. But you mm-hmm. start cozy and you start easy. You know, you go easy on yourself mm. and you keep it cozy. That's my trick. Maybe I, because I don't really care for yoga, but what I could do, it's like, maybe I get up in the morning and I'm like, just do three sit-ups. Okay, and then I'd get to the third one and be like, well, you're here now. This is what I'm talking about. That's mm. the feeling that you want to get yeah. is that I'm here, so I might as well. That's what I'm talking about. Like, I, like I, I have to trick myself into getting into that place. And once I'm there, once I've got the mat out and I've got the yoga gear on and I've got the laptop, you I'm like, what? oh, I'm going to do now. I'm going to do a proper yoga session. You, you know? know what? I don't hate this. I think okay. it might work for me. Okay, great. Let's see how we go. Oh my gosh, that's fabulous. Now I can't remember. Okay. Oh, yeah. Tip oh, yeah. <laughs> This one doesn't. This one doesn't always work. Okay, this one doesn't always work. Sometimes, what I do when I'm not feeling like doing yoga right away in the morning, because I'm like you know, or working out or whatever, I I still put the pants on, and (laughs) and the goal here (laughs) is that at least I'm really close. Like if later in the day I have this inkling of like, okay, I should do, it's I like should work out over. It's no like boundary. easy. It's mm-hmm. This works and works sometimes and it doesn't work other times. Right. Sometimes I just wear yoga pants all day and I haven't done a stint of any exercise. Well, I, stretchy pants are my lifestyle. So. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. But there's a lot of people who like put real clothes on. Oh, what kind of? I don't even know what I to say. I can't even fit in my real clothes anymore. Uh, tip four is... You need to decide what you're going to eat for dinner at 9 a.m. at the very latest. I mean, I don't know how people avoid not deciding. Right? That's the first thing I think about in the morning. Honestly. I probably thought about it the day before, TBH. I know. I, I mean, like something to look forward to. I, that's exactly it. And mm-hmm. that keeps me motivated for the day because I'm thinking about this highlight thing. And maybe it's not food for you. Maybe it's an activity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe it's exercise, you weirdo. But all right. <laughs> um, and the last tip from Brittany's lifestyle tips is... God, just try to get everything you can done in the morning, and then you can just lounge around in the afternoon. Oh, I did that yesterday. It was so nice. That's what I did today, and I was so happy about yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got for you. I think you. that ain't bad. And that ain't bad. <laughs> I told you it was going to be basic, but hopefully at least one of the tips you're like, huh, maybe I I'll actually like this trick thing. I think the three sit-ups might be my whole vibe. Yeah. Maybe yeah. also I'll get my yoga mat out in the morning. Yes. Uh, sorry, in the evening. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's already out. So that's like one less thing that's I have true. to do. Even yeah. though it's literally just unrolling. Yeah, I'm like, it's not a big thing, but I see what you're saying. But then like, it's also I want looking to put at it you. away yeah. without using it. Oh, true. What that's kind of shameful. Yeah, it'll make you, it'll like guilt you into doing it. Oh, I love that. Jeez, I bet I'm going to put it away without using it. But yeah. let's just see how we go. All right, Penny, you're up. Lifestyle topic. Can't wait. <laughs> Mine's nowhere near as fun as yours. But um, so oh, you guys, uh, so I stopped reading the news. Oh, I stopped with the you. Twitter. I stopped with the Facebook. 
Feel much better. Yeah. But also I realised like politics is kind of everybody's hobby a little bit. Yes. And it's definitely, it got to a point where it was my hobby. Mm. I was like, if I can just know everything, then I'll understand why the world is the way it is today. Yeah. Um, But that's not good for your mental health, guys, because (laughs) there's a couple of problems and you can't solve them. There isn't a solution. Yeah. So instead, I've started a new hobby, history. History. That's right. I'm going to learn that. history things. There's nothing you can do about the history. So yeah, you can just it's already learn it done. And it's like you don't have to obsess about Don Tootin. Love that. And so for a while I was like, where do I start? <laughs> but of course, yeah. Because you could really go right back. Um, <laughs> That's true. There's quite a lot of it available. It's like endless <laughs> content. <laughs> Um, and then I was like, well, there's no point trying to like learn things in a really logical way. So I'm just going to pick something random that I'm interested in that I don't know anything about and mm-hmm. just go from there. Yeah. So I'm going to do the Korean War. I don't really know anything about wow. it. Wow. Okay. I'm sure there's like some communism involved. There's definitely North and South. There's going to be, that's going to be, uh, that's a heavy uh like, oh, history lots. is heavy, Brit. I know, but there's going to be a lot to uncover there. You know what I mean? Like you're going to be researching about this. You've, Penny's going to do a full like PhD style Oh, geez. Situation. Yeah. I mean, I hope not. I just want to find one good book. Yeah, okay. But the thing is, I found, I've already started trying to find my one good book. History books are expensive. Are there some good like young modern historians who you could like? Well, I'm not in the scene. Yeah. (laughs) This is the thing. Like I, because like with politics, you follow certain journalists at certain publications and they write things that you agree with. And then you can just be in your little bubble of agreeing with yourself. Whereas history, I don't know. And also the research associated with history is heaps longer and harder. So they have to sell the books for more like 25 bucks each. Right. So I'm trying to find some good, cheap books that aren't boring. So If, if you know of any, yeah. yeah. Any tips, I'm wide open. Yeah. Also, um, I'm starting, I've tried to read Sapiens so many flipping I times. I know exactly what you mean. I feel so guilty because everyone's like, they oh, love it. this book changed my life. Yeah. And I'm like, when? Yeah. <laughs> I have tried. To when did just, the change start happening? Yeah, I've got through the first third of this goddamn book and I, it's my put myself to sleep book. Yeah. It's so boring. I know. And I know so many people who have absolutely adored it from cover to cover. Just. But do you think? Do you think they people, actually? Because you know, there are those people in life who are like, they pick a really cool big book a thick one for smart people and they're like, it's my favourite. And they know no one else has read it. So (laughs) they're just like... It's a conspiracy. Yeah. And they read like the crib notes and they're like, like, oh yeah, it's like this book called Infinite Jest by David Foster Wallace. Mm. It's basically like, it's this big fucking... uh, I hated it. I dragged myself through that book because I felt like I had to for literature. Yeah. And then at the end, I was like, anyone who says they've read this and enjoyed it is a wanker. 
And a liar. I mean, I have several good friends who have read Sapiens and just love it. My, I mean, I gave Sapiens to my dad because I was like, if anybody's going to love oh, this book, it's going to be my dad. Different. Yeah, he loved it. Why loved can it. dads? Why do dads have a higher tolerance for boredom than we do? It's interesting. Well, they, they, you know, my dad's not on social media. That's, you know, he doesn't have any it. distractions, mm-hmm. and he's he's retired now, so he's kind of just. He actually said the most cutest he's got thing on the else phone to do. the other day. He's like, he's um. There's a term for this when you're like. You become like uh, um, you're. It's about it's when you're like become obsessed with like information and oh. not obsessed, but like you become very like that becomes your. You just want to know as much as possible. Oh. I mean, I can't remember An what it's autodidact. called. Autodidact. That's a self learner. Yeah, maybe that's like his whole thing. He's oh, like, cute. oh, I'm retired. I don't. I, you know, what else am I gonna do? Can't Other wait than just to learn. meet Brittany Senior. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Well, that I guess that would be your mom. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Cute. Senior. Gary Senior. Yeah. Right. He's well, having a great old time. History. I'm all about it. I'm excited for you. So for let now. us know. Keep us posted on this. And Thanks. also, if anybody has any tips for Penny history-wise, Good hit books. us up in the DMs. Oh, yeah. Penny's DM. Pe- yeah. Well, you could just send it to Brittany. She, she's I'll my send sequitel. It. I'll send it back to Penny. <laughs> exactly. I'll get it to her. Don't you worry. Well, I have to say that I'm really enjoying our new little recording locale down here. It's really cozy, isn't it? It's absolutely lovely. Mm. Um, I felt very like, I felt like things were really flowing well in this scene. Great. You know, just saying. My question is. Tell me. Next week. Mm -hmm. So guys, we're taking a break for Christmas. It's true. From the 18th till some other date. (laughs) You have to wait and see. 2021. Definitely in January. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the the question is, next week, what are we going to do for our Christmas special? Oh, we have my to do a Christmas God. special. Yes. Can we just, just get really drunk and tell people our deepest secrets? <laughs> our deepest. Cri- oh, what a great idea, Penny! <laughs> our biggest Christmas party embarrassments. Biggest Christmas party. Oh, I haven't really had any. I haven't had many. My whole life is an embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if I've ever really made a fool of myself at a Christmas party. Probably. You definitely have. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. Uh, I'm joking. <laughs> um, okay. So we're taking suggestions. Yeah. For and Christmas get excited because it's going to be whatever it is. It's going to be, gonna be bonkers. Great. Yeah. And if there's a special guest that maybe you'd like. Oh. That we know. Yeah. Could get a hold of. in our immediate circle. <laughs> Then, That's right. You know, let us maybe know as well. Britney's boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get Philip on the podcast. Yeah, whatever. That would be really, really cute. Oh. All right, everybody. So look forward to our Christmas episode. It's coming up. And I hope you have a really great week. Yeah. And of course, you won't be a dick because you aren't a dick. You're not a dick. You're awesome. Don't be a dick. It's Christmas. We love you. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Cute.